With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Marcial. Herrera. Hey everyone, welcome to the Soccer Sharps. Soccer, a soccer betting podcast. Jord, our win streak has come to an end. We were on six winning shows in a row, and with one play still outstanding at the time of recording this Monday morning, it's uh, it's not looking good. It is. Uh, we went one and three on the weekend. At least one of those I can't believe wasn't a push. But uh, we go on. We move on, George, because this is time for the Champions League. But any any final words before we flush last week's losses? Uh, well, just that, yeah, I can't believe we didn't get a push in the Gladbach game. I still have haunting visions of Daniel Malin scoring in an empty net after our team, Gladbach, had the corner for the last kick of the game. Somehow, we were in a spot of pushing. We somehow lost the play uh in that situation so uh you hate to see it should have at least been a push and then if we get a win today with our wolves play uh we could have had a break even show but no dev no because that gladbach one was a loss and uh that means that no matter what wolves do today this last show was a losing show but the best part about having a losing show dev i always say is that you get to bounce back hell yeah so this will hopefully be a bounce back show as we've got some nice spots picked out here for the card. Yeah, a couple of nice spots. We have two match days left of the Champions League group stage. There is this uh, coming week, and then in two weeks' time, we'll play the final match day. So that means that some of these teams have already advanced. They've already locked up their spot for the next round. So we're going to talk about a lot of that, trying to figure out where we can pick spots where games still matter. It gets a little bit frightening when you bet on a team Let's take, uh, I don't know, Bayern Munich, for example. They're two goal favorites at home, but the game means nothing to them. Pretty terrifying to lay the two, but we're not touching on that game, George. We do have five official plays for you guys, and it gets started on Tuesday where we're going to take a look at Young Boys hosting Red Star Belgrade, also known as Krivena Zvezda. This one's seeing Young Boys as home favorites of a quarter of a goal, and the total is set at three. And George... Tricky, tricky situation. Man City and Leipzig, the other teams in this group, have already advanced. They've moved on to the next round. But these two teams, Young Boys and Red Star, 
still have a chance at Europa League. So this game could mean everything to him. What do we think about this matchup? Yeah, Dev, I don't think either of these teams expected to make it through to the knockouts of the Champions League once they saw the group they were drawn in. So really, I think Europa League is what these teams are playing for and probably what they uh, always hoped to achieve out of this group. So, um, you know, as you mentioned, they're, they're even on points here. Neither of them can advance into the knockouts of the Champions League. So it's really just get Europa League or go home. And Dev, look, young boys, they play in the Swiss League and Red Star play in the Serbian Superliga. Those two leagues and those countries, coefficient-wise, UEFA coefficients-wise, pretty similar. So you put them about similar strengths. And when you do that, though, and then look at the teams uh, statistically and their you know, goal differentials, things like that, XG created, Red Star seems the more impressive team. And so you play this on a neutral field, and I, I think I see this as kind of a pick em. We did see their previous meeting in Serbia and in a 2-2 draw where both teams could have had more. Um, so, as I say, in a neutral field, probably a pick em, But the fact that while it's in Young Boys, you're giving me a double chance on Red Star getting two of the three possible outcomes, that screams value to me, Dev. So, for me, despite them being the road team here, I think I got to go with Red Star. Yeah, there's just too much value on the uh, what's lined as a plus a quarter here, but that is sort of drifting out to the full pick, and that's where we're going to play. I'm sorry, the full, um, not pick, the full double chance, which is where we're going to play this thing. Red Star getting that half of a goal. It's minus 125. You take a look at the group stage through this. Again, small um, sample size, only four games here. These teams are right about equal. Unexpected goals allowed with Red Star. According to the expected goal metric, creating over two more expected goals than this Young Boys team. Now, you have to parse through this data a little bit and realize that Young Boys has already played Manchester City twice. Um, both losing, obviously. And Red Star uh, plays them, hosts Manchester City in the following matchup, the final matchup of this group stage. So, I think both teams would be happy with a point here. If either team outright wins this, it's going to be a problem. So, it's probably going to be tight. It's probably going to be pretty cagey. Young boys don't really play that style. And Red Star have have certainly shown that they can score goals. So, you know, I think this could be a pretty tight, cagey matchup. And in that case, you love getting two of the three outcomes here. So give us that full half a goal for Red Star on the road at Young Boys. Yeah, I love it, Devin. Actually, I'm seeing a better price now. We can get the full double chance at minus 118 on Bet Rivers. Yeah, as I was saying, I think it's it looks like it's leaking out that way um, in terms of the market move right now. So you may even get a better price on that dub chance uh, before kickoff. But again, those things are pretty small margins, kind of scary to wait for. So might as well grab it while you got something playable. We've seen a lot of line movement, a lot of teams taking heavy money on the mornings of the Champs League days. So like they move way more than I've seen in other leagues. So keep that in mind. Sometimes, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of rhyme or reason. It's like huge no. money comes in on one side or the other. Totally. Yeah, we've seen that, um, especially in the group of death, who yeah. I'm looking at this now. We don't have a single play in the group of death game, but 
alas. That's actually a good time to bring up the fact that we have a Discord server. If you're new to the show, you can find the link to join the Discord server in the description of this podcast episode. And that is where you will find additional plays that we may have individually that did not make it onto the official plays card. Hint, hint, I will have something for sure from the group of death on my own card. And uh, a lot of our sharp listeners in there, too, giving out plays that I know other listeners have tailed and been quite happy with the results. So do jump into that community we're building there and get some additional plays. Right on, Jordan. Well, let's move on to our other game we're covering on Tuesday here, and it is over in group. The letter escapes me, but it is Barcelona hosting a Porto. This one sees Barca as home favorites of a full goal, minus one, and the total is set at 2.75. George Shakhtar upset Barcelona, winning outright last uh game day of the of the Champions League and now it's thrown everything into chaos here we have Porto and Barcelona tied on points on nine Shakhtar with six Antwerp with zero so Shakhtar sort of still alive here Barcelona and Porto tied on points as they head to Barcelona with uh FC Porto pretty large road dogs here but what do you think about this matchup well Dev I think that it's probably going to be kind of a slog to be honest I think it will be played on a knife's edge, probably really cagey. Porto's low block, really tough to break down. We've seen Barca struggle with that. Um, look, do I think Barca probably wins this? Probably breaks through the low block at some point? Yes, it's probably like a 1-0 Barca kind of game. Um, but you never know. Porto can be very frisky. They've upset plenty of teams before. And look, they've got something to play for. I imagine they approach this game with a must-not-lose mentality. A draw would be an absolute victory for them here at the Camp Nou. So, yeah, I lean Barca getting a result debt. But look, the beauty of it is we don't have to pick a side here because we can just take what we think the game state dictates, Dev, and that's an under. I was surprised to see that they're lining it this high for us, under 2.75. I think we play it right there where it's at, Dev. What say you? Yeah, Jordan, I mean, we're looking at two of the best defensive teams in the competition thus far. We have Barcelona only surrendering two goals through four matches, Porto only surrendering three, and that's uh, bared out with the expected goals allowed numbers as well. These teams are numbers four and six. In terms of expected goals allowed, and both have an expected goal differential uh, in the positive. So I think there's a little bit of value maybe on Porto getting that full goal here, but then you need them to draw the game. So as you said, let's just throw that out here and just say, look, under 2.75, it's a slightly higher total than the regular 2.5. And look, I think there's every indication probably Barcelona's in a 1-0 or a 2-0. And this also gets the 1-1 on side. So I think it's fair enough. I think the stakes are so high here. Both these teams can look down and see Shakhtar approaching. You know, they're still uh, waiting in the wings there. And both teams, I think, would be happy with a point. It keeps them in the same place. Barcelona, the home team, probably wants to win it. But Porto, uh, you know, when you have these Iberian clashes, I think it gets a little bit tighter than people might realize. So I really like this play, Jordan. I like the under 2.75. And I would lean, lean very slightly toward Porto getting that full goal as well. Fair enough, Dev. Fair enough. I also don't mind a both teams to score no. I think that could come in for you, but, you know, always possible that, you know, something happens, you get a 1-1. 
Don't complicate it. Roll that under. Right, Andre, we're moving on to Wednesday's matchups and one of the first early games in the slate we're taking a look at here. It's Galatasaray hosting Manchester United. This one sees the both sides lined as a pick here, draw no bet, and the total is set at a high three. Uh, Jordan, as we prepared for this show, we're on the phone. I got on with you and I said, hey, look, I've already locked uh, two plays in on this game. I'm looking at the total and a side. Manchester United, we lost on them this weekend. We should bring that up, full disclosure, after Alexander Alejandro Garnacho had an absolute wonder goal, incredible bicycle kick there at Everton to really destroy the crowd, and then they gave up a penalty, and it was snowballed that game. So I'm throwing it out. I still believe this Manchester United team is a little bit fraudulent, and they're going here to Turkey. What do we think about this matchup? Yeah, Dev, it's funny with Man U because we have... We even talked about it on the show uh, when we took Everton. We are just like, yeah, it's funny. We have this impression that, man, you were bad, but somehow they, like, rattle off all these wins. Uh, they're like the Eagles in the NFL. <laughs> but, uh, look, it's different in the Champions League, right, Dev? Uh, we've seen them fail and have embarrassing losses in the Champions League. So maybe we get confused and it doesn't translate over to the Premier League. But, look. Good news is we're back in the Champions League here where they've had some hilariously wild results and sit bottom of the table, Dev. So every game here now a must-win for them. So that means they can't really do as much hand-wringing as Ten Hag seems to like to do. They kind of got to go for this here. And I think that's going to play into Galatasaray's hands. We like this Galatasaray team, Dev. They've been good to us in this group so far. Just highly entertaining games scoring goals, competitive with everyone, home and away. They're not afraid. And they're home here, Dev. So they bring this Man U team, this struggling Man U team in terms of Champions League anyway. And they're not going to have any signs of fear. They already had an incredible game with them at Old Trafford. And I think we could see something similar here. Rasmus Hoyland, Dev, we've talked about it. He can't score in the Premier League, but he scores a lot in the Champions League. And his goals have been crucial to Man U even having the points that they do have from the group so far. But he's going to be out for this one, Dev. Also, Marcus Rashford out for this one due to his red card from the previous meeting or the previous uh, whatever that last game was. Copenhagen, yeah. Um, so all signs point to Galatasaray for me here, Dev. What could go wrong? Galatasaray draw no bet at home. I also like Galatasaray first half draw no bet just to pick them there in the first half because we have seen some signs of slowing from this Galatasaray team when we get past the hour mark we get into like the 70th minute a little bit of a drop off in energy levels and um, so I don't know if if you buy into that narrative maybe just look at the first half but we're going with the full game here yeah we're just taking Galatasaray the home team here as a pick and this is a super banged up man United team I mean you talked about it a little bit but you're now missing Rashford so I'm sure Garnacho will start Hoyland uh questionable whether he'll play maybe he plays and starts otherwise we're gonna see Anthony Martial at some point Bruno Fernandez is the is the you know metronome in this in this side he's always out there but then you look at their midfield and they're just missing everybody okay uh Christian Eriksen, out. Casemiro, out. Mason Mount, doubtful. So it's probably going to be McTominay and honestly, this guy, Kobe, Kobe, Manu. Yeah, the kid. Started in the midfield for them. Uh, played pretty well. They didn't start 
Amrabat, which I thought was a little bit surprising. I thought he would get a, a look for sure in that Everton match, but both of these teams aren't really interested in playing any defense. Okay. You take a look at their expected goals allowed in this competition. Uh, these two teams, both bottom 10 two of the worst they're up there. Manchester United is up there with young boys, red star Benfica. And by the way, young boys and red star each played, I played Manchester city and, uh, and then Galatasaray is right there with them. And yet they both have a negative expected goal differential because they're actually creating tons of chances. They're up in the top. They're both top 10 in terms of expected goals for. So <laughs> there's no reason that this match shouldn't just descend into absolute chaos. We saw that the first time when they played at Old Trafford. That one ended in a 5-2. No, sorry, 3-2. <laughs> Galatasaray win at Manchester United, who were also red-carded in that matchup. I think this is going to be insane from the get-go, but I think you lean Galatasaray at home here. And as I mentioned before, I took two plays on this game. I've also personally got the over three. I think that's a push at worst because both of these teams still fighting for their lives and they're both uh, equal basically at the bottom of the table here of this group. Byron's already through on 12 points. Uh, Copenhagen's in second with four, followed by Galatasaray with four and Man United bringing up the rear with three points. So look, this I think this is going to be uh, an important game and probably a crazy game when it starts at 9.45 West Coast time, and I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I'm with you, Dev, and I also lean goals as well. Might sprinkle on some of that myself, but uh, for now, I'm just on the pick, and I think I am going to lock in that first half pick as well. So lots of options for you guys to attack this game. Absolutely. Let's move on, George, to another game on Wednesday, and it is Savija hosting PSV Eindhoven. This one is seeing a pick on both sides. True toss-up here. We got the same price on the money line. We got the same price on the pick. And the total is set at 2.75. Jordan, I think it was me who added Sevilla against Arsenal, getting a goal and a half on the road, and was immediately shamed by Arsenal. And Sevilla failed to register a single shot in the game until stoppage time at the very end. So, uh... They were completely hemmed in and crushed by Arsenal. And uh, now they're hosting this PSV side. Now on the reverse fixture of this, it ended 2-2. And both teams are very much alive in the group. What do we think about this matchup? Yeah, that spoiler for your play there, Deb, was classic Sevilla. You know, like as soon as you back them. <laughs> uh, it's typical. Uh, listen, yeah. Uh, long-term listeners to the show will know that I hate Sevilla and think they're absolute frauds. They're just shambolic defensively. They have no ideas. They've gone through like five or six managers in like the last 20 months or something. And look, the one time we faded them officially on the show happened to be right after they made a managerial switch and we lost because they got a slight new managerial bounce, got that draw with Real Madrid. Super annoying. Uh, but since then, this new manager has not given them any bounce. They remain shit. They continue to concede to everyone. They're one of the worst defenses in La Liga. Uh, I don't think they've won a game since, in La Liga anyway, since, uh, oof, might have been the end of October. I don't know. But it's been a while. They've been trash. And they're coming up here against a motivated PSV side who should have beaten them in their first reverse <laughs> fixture at Eindhoven, but classic Sevilla luck box scenario. They were able to get two goals to draw 2-2 there with PSV, but PSV in such good form. 
They've won every game they've played in Eredivisie so far this season. And they need to start picking up points here. I mean, maybe they are destined for Europa League, but they're not necessarily out of it yet. So it's going to come down to winning a game like this, maybe on the road here, having to get three points. So I do side with PSV on the pick here. That's definitely the side I would lean on. But because of what I mentioned from the reverse fixture, Dev, probably safer here to just play a team total. I don't believe in this Sevilla defense. I do believe in this PSV attack. I think they can score a couple of goals here, regardless of the environment. I'm sure Sevilla probably get on the score sheet as well. It's what they do. But I do think they get outscored here by PSV, and PSV come out on top. But I'm not going to fuck with that. <laughs> I've seen Sevilla do it too many times. Just give me this good offense to score a couple of goals against a bad defense. Yeah, so that team total there, PSV Eindhoven team total over 1.5 goals in the match is plus 128. Nice little plus money play there. Look, they're a road team. The Sevilla team has a European pedigree, we could say. I think it'll be loud in there. It'll be a little bit intimidating, but PSV have to go for this. They're still alive. They're on five points uh, tied with Lens, who you assume will probably lose to Arsenal, even though they beat them in, uh, in France. I think Arsenal will take that personally and know that they can wrap up this group with a win. So if PSV wins this thing, they're very much still alive and advancing in the Champions League. Um, and they definitely need to at least be getting a point here if they're going to uh, make sure they're safe to possibly get Europa. So I think it's fair here going for the two goals. Um, I, it's not in PSV's DNA to sit back, even if they go up one. Uh, and then Sevilla on the other side of this, they're at home. They're going to need to come out of their shell a little bit and try to score here. Uh, it's a tough one. It's a thin margins, but I think there's a lot of value on that team total plus 128. I love the price there. And then you just need them to score twice. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Indeed, Dev. <laughs> um, if you don't have team totals on your book, I personally would just side with the PSV pick. I think, you know, getting that push on the draw is a gift. Um, I do think Sevilla probably get on the score sheet here. BTTS and over 2.5, another way you could look. But, um, yeah, we're most confident in this PSV offense getting a couple of goals, so we're just going to stick with that officially. Right on, Jordan. Well, let's move on. We got one more match before you guys. It's on Wednesday, and it is Benfica hosting Internacional Milano. <laughs> this one is lined as a pick, and the total is set at 2.5. Bit of um, bit of the bookies throwing their hands up here, Jordan, lining this thing as a pick and just the flat 2.5. I wonder what they're thinking when you got this inter team by almost every metric, one of the best teams in Europe um, in terms of their domestic league, as well as the champions league performances thus far, they still do need to get points here to be safe. And well, that's not true. They need to get points to possibly win the group. Uh, they are tied with Sociedad on points right now, 10 to 10 Salzburg has three points. Benfica zero. So Benfica still has a shot here to maybe get Europa League, but they need to win this game, which could play right into Inter's hands, George. What do we think about this matchup? Absolutely, Dev. I think it will play into Inter's hands here. And, you know, it's just been disappointing from Benfica this season, right? We've seen them be pretty fun in Europe in seasons past, but they just don't have it this year. It's not clicking. They've scored just one goal across the group stage so far while conceding seven. And now they're playing the best team in the group. Granted, Inter sits second right now. No disrespect to Sociedad, but 
I believe that Inter are the best team in this group. And as you say, Dev, this sort of just sets up nicely for Inter. It's exactly what they need as a team that's got nothing to lose coming at them, trying to score goals, sets up perfectly for the Inter counterattack. And look, we just saw Inter play Juventus in the Derby d'Italia over the weekend. That was one of our plays that did cash, fortunately. We took uh, Juventus on the double chance there. But that was because we thought a draw was a real possibility, so we brought that on side. This Inter team are fucking unreal in every phase of the game. The only thing that can hurt us here by backing Inter is the potential for Inzaghi to rotate heavily, which we've seen him do against a couple of the lesser teams already in this group stage. So it's possible that he may see if his sort of B squad can get it done for a while, and then if he feels like they're not getting it done, he'll roll out the big guns, which he's done before, and it has paid off. So even if he takes this lightly initially, I think he will be willing to chuck out the big guns to get us the result we need here, Dev, because I can't believe frankly, the bookies are giving us this kind of a price on inter Drano bet. Uh, so I think we got to take it. I've already given you the stats on Benfica and their terrible performance so far in the group stage. So Inter's not going to need to do much here, I don't think. I think they can coast this with like a 1-2-0 kind of thing. Maybe Benfica gets on the score sheet, but Inter's going to come out on top here, Dev. I love getting the draw as a push possibility here on the Drano bet. Enter as a pick. Draw no bet. Minus 108. What are we doing? Wow. Yeah, that price has gotten better. I had it at minus 115. So I, I, I don't totally understand this. I Enter, again, they're just one of the class teams of Europe. They're in the final of this competition last season. Uh, they've surrendered two goals throughout four matches in the group stage. Benfica have given up seven and have only scored once. They ain't going to score against Inter. Uh, they're too disciplined. They're too... They're too good. They're too Italian about it all. Let's be honest, <laughs> the way they play. Um, look, these two teams met in the knockout phase of this competition last season. Inter won in Benfica 2-0. And then there was a crazy 3-3 game in the second leg of that. In the previous matchup for this group stage, Inter won a 1-0. And I expect more of the same. I mean, as a pick here, Inter haven't lost a game in 10 straight. So they've had some draws in there. You could absolutely push this. I could see that because, again, it's, I don't know how much it means for Inter, but if they win the game, they have a really good shot at winning the group here. So, And it could even be a situation where they need to run up the score to get a better goal differential. If you win the group, then you get put in the better pot. So theoretically, you would play a lesser team in the, sec- in the next round of the knockouts. But look, I-, I don't put anyone off just taking the money line here. Plus 160. For again, one of the best teams in Europe against one of the worst teams in this competition who have the second worst expected goal differential throughout the competition, only ahead of young boys who, again, have played Manchester City twice. So I'm all over Inter on this one, Jordan. I might hate it again. I'm definitely going to sprinkle on the money line, but the safest way to play it, the one we're giving officially here, is the pick or the draw no bet at a minus 108, you said? Minus 110? There yeah. Minus 108 currently. Yeah, I love that price, Dev. And I guess what the bookies are thinking is just that Benfica has nothing to lose. If they want to try and get Europa League, at least just go balls to the wall, try to get the three points here, and maybe Inter doesn't really care as much, which is technically true, but then play that movie all the way out to the end. Inter on the final day are hosting Real Sociedad. So 
you'd rather get the three points here against this sort of fledgling team uh, and then maybe try and get a draw at home against Sociedad or, you know, something like that. If you come into this, if you come into that final day without getting points in this game, there's every chance that you don't win the group. So can't take this one too lightly. And I don't think the bookies are really factoring that in here because you've got to assume that Inter thinks Sociedad are going to beat Salzburg on the same day. Uh, because they're hosting and Salzburg are also relatively weak. So they have to assume that Sociedad actually take another three points. So they've got to keep pace there so that the final day isn't absolutely terrifying for them. So, yeah, not sure that the bookies thought this one through well enough, Dev. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those game theory matchups that's super weird. You know, Benfica, they could use a point out of this, but they really need three to make that final day against Salzburg absolutely entertaining. But um, if they end up going for three points here against Inter, it's going to end very poorly. This Inter team would love nothing more than to let Benfica have the ball and just counter them to death. So even if guys like Turam aren't starting or Lataro Martinez, you know, I could see both of them starting this one on the bench. As you said, Jordan, now I'm just repeating you and it's time to get out of here. <laughs> Those are our five matchups for you guys. But before we leave, there's something we got to do. We do indeed, Dev, because it's one thing to talk about these matches, but it's quite another to put our money where our mouths are and pay the bookie. Chuck, I'm going to tell you something. You have that fucking 200 in my hands tomorrow. If you ain't got the 200 in my fucking hands tomorrow, I'll break every fucking bone in your body. Five official plays for you guys to get started on Tuesday with Red Star Belgrade, Servina Zvezda traveling to young boys where we're taking red star on the double chance here plus a half a goal at minus one it moved right minus 115 minus 118 currently 118 right on and also on tuesday we have barcelona hosting a porcho this one we're taking under 2.75 goals let's hope this thing's kg and nice and iberian for everybody uh, moving on now to Wednesday, we have Galatasaray hosting Manchester United. Look, we're taking Galatasaray as a pick here, minus 105. Uh, home team is a pick. Very slight dog. You like to see it. Uh, Sevilla hosting PSV Eindhoven. We're taking PSV team total over 1.5 at plus 128. Love getting the plus money on this one, Jord. Big time. And then finally. Benfica hosting Internazionale Milano. We're taking Milan as a pick here, minus 115. And it's going to do it for us, Jordan. Any last words for the people? Uh, just uh, we already mentioned the Discord. Do check us out on Twitter and find us there. Say something about us on Twitter. We'll give you a follow back, that kind of thing, especially if you don't have Apple Podcasts, where we are very appreciative of anyone who listens there, leaving us a preferential five-star review. We'll read it out on the show for you. If you don't have that option, totally cool. Seek us out on Twitter. Say something about us. Retweet some. Definitely helps us. And uh, that's all we ask. If we do help you cash a bag, get a winning ticket, something along those lines. I know this past weekend wasn't the best, but we did have six winning shows in a row before that. So our form could come back, and we hope it starts right here with this Champions League show, Def. Right on, Jordan. Uh, well, I guess the last words are, let's make some money. Make some money. <laughs> <laughs>